today on Transforming Lives. When you are weak, when you can't do anything, when you have come to the place of your lives and you can't move anywhere else, you can't turn, no one else can deliver but God. God is strong. Amen. 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 And I like what Paul said. He said, when I recognize it, I declare, I will rather glory in my affliction. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Read 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And then you will see Paul's testimony. He said, talk, talk about those people who are boasting. Talk, talking about you, them serving God. Tell them I serve God the most. I was persecuted the most. I was beaten the most. I was chased from Sunday to Sunday. And I continue to suffer and pray for the church because I know what Jesus told me. There was a man who touched the world. Because God gave him an opportunity to change his mindset. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. You can change the way you Thank think. Jesus. You can change it. Mm, my God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Number three. Changing the way you think changes your beliefs. Karen Fall, the, the uh, former direct, national director of Miracle Cosmetics, said, people will never attain what they cannot see themselves doing. Child of God, you cannot aspire or get what you can't see yourself doing. Amen? That's why most of the time when we're talking uh, as pastors, when we're telling you about faith, we say, faith is seeing what you believe. Amen? In fact, Jesus himself said it that way. Amen? You see, you can't see it with your physical eyes, but you can see it. The Bible says about, about Moses in, in, in uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, Moses saw the invisible. Moses could picture God. That's what Moses could say to Pharaoh and, and, and Egypt. I can't continue to be Pharaoh's daughter's son. I have to follow God's dream. Amen? Amen. You will not achieve what you cannot see. Amen. Amen. And when I talk about what you cannot see, you need to see yourself successful. Amen. You need to see yourself prospering. You need to see yourself coming out of that situation. You need to see yourself coming, being delivered. You need to see yourself being, being fruitful. You need to see yourself serving God. You need to see yourself making a difference for God. You need to see it, and you need to work in that direction. Amen. 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 Your every waking thought process should be that I will do what God has called me to do. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. 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 Amen. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. You can change the way you think. Amen. And why you can change the way you think? Because changing the way you think changes your belief. But changing your beliefs will change your expectation. Amen? 
There is a story in the Bible in 1 Samuel with the story of David. You remember David was anointed by, 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 by Samuel. Amen. And the Bible says that king and the children of Israel went to war. They went to war to fight the Philistine. And when they went to war, there was a giant that came up and stood up and challenged the children of Israel. His name was Goliath. You remember that story? Most of the, the Sunday school, we, we read about that story. The Bible says for 40 days, say 40 days. 40 days. 40 days and 40 nights, every morning and every evening, Goliath would come up and say, I dare any Israelite who can come up and fight with me. And if he wins, the Philistine will be your slave. If I win, Israel will be the Philistine's slave. I defy any Israel. And the Bible, says, the Bible says Goliath was a giant. He was nine feet tall. Say nine feet. Shaquille O'Neal is small. Amen. Nine feet tall. Ten. For 40 days, you were coming. Say 40 days. You see, God has a way. <laughs> Child of God, God has a way of, 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 of putting you in situation. Amen. So the, the Bible says that, that, that David's brothers, three of them went to war. And his father said to him, come and take bread to your brothers and find out how they are doing. So 40 days, Israel were thinking that they were fighting, but they were not fighting. Goliath came out <laughs> and challenged them, and they all ran. So for 40 days, Goliath would show up. I challenge anyone to come. They will run. So everybody in Israel thinking they at home thinking they're fighting, but they're running. Hello? David show up. He was an Aaron boy. Say Aaron boy. He carried food. Say food. No special something about him. All he did was to carry food for his brothers. And David, when he carried the food, he happens to be around the same time when Goliath showed up. Hello? And Goliath made the same, say the same. The same challenge, say the same challenge. And David watched as the Armies, the generals, the big people, the military might, those who have been training, who passed boot camp, they ran. And David was like, What? Why are you running? First Samuel, the Bible says, Think about it. The first thing David said when he saw them running, he said, Oh, what will be given to the person who will defeat Goliath and remove the reproach from Israel? The Bible says when the people heard it, they said, oh, this man will not pay taxes anymore. The king will give him the, his, his, his um, daughter and he will not pay taxes. He will be wealthy, be received as one of the king's sons. David said, what? This kind of provision and the people are running. And then David qualified it to say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Now, let me give you in our vocabulary, in essence what David was saying, who is this godless man? Hello? That's what you're saying. Who would defy the God of Israel? 
Amen. Notice he didn't say who would defy me. He said who would defy the God of Israel. Everyone who were in Saul's army had one thinking process. Goliath was too big. He was too strong. He was a giant. He was unbeatable. David came. He had a different mindset. He called him a godless man. Hello? You see the thinking process? You see how your thoughts are important? You see how it is important for why you think and how you feed your spirit with your thinking? David saw Goliath as a godless man. The rest of Israel saw Goliath as a giant. David saw Goliath as challenging God. The rest of Israel saw Goliath as challenging them. You see the difference? David saw Goliath as God fighting and removing the reproach. The rest of Israel saw Goliath as they going to fight Goliath. Hello? Now, the Bible says, like every situation, when, when you're trying to do something good, somebody always show up and try to discourage you. If you read in 1 Samuel, the Bible says, David, earned up brother, Eliab. Look at David, heard him, David talking to the people. And he said, who are you? What are you doing here? Where did you leave the sheep? Where did you leave your small sheep? In fact, you were trying to discredit David. Amen? In fact, where you leave it? I know you are a stubborn boy. You're just trying to find trouble. Because he himself could not fight. Hello? Amen. I want you to see this. I want you to see what David said in verse 29. 1 Samuel. Chapter 17, verse 29. I want you to see that. David said, 28 and 29. And David said, What have I done? Is there not a cause? Say, Is there not a cause? Say, Is there not a cause? In fact, what David was saying, Can you imagine you trying to, 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 to score me at this time? We have a problem that needs a solution. And you're trying to score me. And the Bible says David did not even get into a confrontation with his brother. He just turned around and asked somebody else. Amen? If that some of us will start a whole different World War fight. He didn't do that. David was not concerned about that. He just said, it's there not a cause. Amen? And the Bible says after his words went to the king, they, he told the king, David told the king, don't be a, 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 alarmed. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. And your servant will defeat him and take him uh, and take the reproach of Israel. So who was the king? Who, who was supposed to be God's leader? Said, no, 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 you can't do it. You're just a boy. David said, let me tell you about myself. You see, David had been a shepherd and God had been training him how to think, how to operate. And David said to the king, he said, I was minding my sheep, a lion king, and he tried to take my sheep, and I went after the lion. You see, David knew that in order to gain the victory, you need to step out and fight. 
Say hallelujah. hallelujah. He said, you need to step out. He said, I went after the lion. Now, can you imagine a young boy going after a lion? You got to be believing something else. But David knew that God is my battle. I mean, God fights my battle. So he could go after the lion, understanding that God was going to fight for him. He said, that was not only the, the, the only thing that happened. A bear came to attack my sheep. Took my sheep and I ran after the bear. He said, the lion and the bear I ran after and I destroyed. Goliath will be like the lion and the bear. You know, child of God, that's why you need a testimony. That's why you need to know what God has done. That's why you need to know that God is good. That's why you need to know that God is faithful. Because if God has done it in the past, he can do it again. He can do it again. He can do it again. David says, just like the lion, just like the bear, the Goliath is just a, another one of them. And the Bible says when he went now, there's something about talking and there's something about acting. You know, I'm the kind of person, I, I can talk, but I'm not just about talk. I like your talk and your action to flow. Hello? David said to the king, I will go and I will fight him. Now, he didn't go back to his tent and say, you know what, hey, king? I'm not going over there. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Bible says he went to the brook, got a, his five stone, he got his sling, got his shepherd bag, and went to face Goliath. Say so he went to face Goliath. You see, talk is cheap, but the action after the talk, that's why God says my words will not return unto me empty. Amen. When God speaks a thing, God does it. If God has ever given you a promise, come hell or hot water, God will bring it to pass. Amen. 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 The Bible says David went to Goliath. And when Goliath saw David, Goliath began to curse David. And instead of cursing David himself, he started to curse David God. <laughs> the devil is a liar. He's a foolish man. He paid first with God. <laughs> Say hallelujah. hallelujah. The Bible says, David said to him, you come to me with a spear, with a sword, and with a shield. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. The God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day I will cut off your hair. Head. I will, I will strike you down, I will cut off your head, and I will feed your bodies to the boys of the head. Now, that was David speaking. Say David speaking. Turn to first Samuel 45. The Bible says, then David ran to him. You know, when you speak, you, you, you sometimes say, what did I say? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Then the Bible says, David ran. David said, he ran to him. He ran to Goliath. Because he knew the battle is not mine. It is the Lord's. I like uh, one of our ministers in in, 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 in at the headquarters in Bethel, uh, Reverend Gladys Warby, she said, God sometimes put on short tracks yeah. for you. And Liberian vernacular. When, when, when a Liberian person says, God put on short tracks, that means God is in the back, in the ring, and he will fight to the end. Yeah, Hello? Yeah, Amen? When God put on short tracks for you, mm. your enemies should start running. Yeah, Say hallelujah. Yeah. And this year, I prophesy. 
Your enemies will run for you because God has put on some title for you. He will fight your battle. Say hallelujah. Changing the way you think changes your expectation. See, David knew that if I expect God to do the great things, he will bring it to pass. Amen. He did that. Amen. And God brought it to pass. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. See, changing your expectation. Number five, changing your expectation changes your attitude. You see, positive expectation produces positive attitude, excitement, conviction, confidence, desire, commitment, energy. When you have a positive expectation and you're expecting God, you are excited about what is coming to you. Amen. You are excited. Amen. You 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 don't just sit back and say and say oh no whatever would be no 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 you get up you have a step in your 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 a spring in your step and you know God is going to bring it to pass in your life say hallelujah say hallelujah say hallelujah say hallelujah Romans chapter three um twelve verse three the Bible says. For I say unto you through the grace that is given unto me, to everyone not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, because God has given to each one of us a measure of faith. Say hallelujah. God has produced in you a measure of faith. And Jesus said, it just need a small faith like a grain of mustard seed. So you do have faith in you. You just need to look at the word and spend time in God and believe that God will bring it to pass. Yes. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Number five, I mean six. Changing your attitude changes your behavior. You see, when you have a good positive attitude, your behavior will change. Amen? When you, you see your behavior, your attitudes will make you or break you. Amen? The kind of attitude you have, there are a lot of people, especially in, uh, 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 in, 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 in corporate world, uh, people will... will Rather hire somebody that don't know anything and have a good attitude than hire somebody with a bad attitude. Amen? Because if you have a bad attitude, you will spoil everything. Amen? You need a good attitude. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. You know the story about Paul. But Paul was explaining in, 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 in 2, Corinthians chapter, uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and, and 12, he was talking about, about people who were boasting in the Lord. And then when he came to chapter 12, he began to talk about revelations and all the things that God has done in his life. And then he said to, 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 to the Corinthian Christians, he said, he said uh, uh, because of all this revelation that I received, it was, it was given unto me a messenger of Satan to buffer me. So that I may not be overly, ex ex I may not exalt myself overly. Amen. He said, I went to God three times and I asked God to deliver me from this messenger of Satan. Now, many theologians believe that the messenger of Satan that Paul was talking about was what Jesus said unto him. He said, I will show him what he must suffer for me. If you read Paul's story and you read the book of Acts, you will see that every city Paul went, there were people chasing him with stones and rocks. Amen. He experienced a lot of persecution. Amen. And he said, I prayed to God. I asked God, God change this. God take it away. And God said unto me, my, him, my grace, say my grace. 
is sufficient. You say, I went to God three times, and God said to me the same thing. My grace is sufficient. And then God said to him something else. He said, my strength, that God's strength, is made perfect in your weakness. Hello? That means when you are weak, that's when God is strong. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. When you are weak, when you can't do anything, when you have come to the place of your lives and you can't move anywhere else, you can't turn, no one else can deliver but God. God is strong. Amen. 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 And Paul, I like what Paul said. He said, when I recognize it, Amen. I declare, I will rather glory in my affection. Oh, church. You see, when you understand your attitude, when you when you come to that place where you 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 recognize that God is good, and you change your attitude to focus on what God is doing, your behavior will change. Amen. Say hallelujah. God said, "I will rather glory in my affliction." In essence, He said, "God said to me, when I'm weak." He is strong. Mm. So I prefer to be weak for God to be strong Amen. in my life. Some of us, we are so strong that God can get a word in. I mean, we know how to deal with all of our situations. Child of God, let me tell you something. The secret of success is being weak. It's allowing God to be all. Like Jesus said, is to be poor in spirit. Okay? Poor in spirit doesn't mean that you don't have anything spiritual. Poor in spirit means I'm totally dependent upon God. That if God does not do it, it cannot be done. That's what Paul said. He said, I would rather glory in my affliction so that the grace of God or the power of God can be strong in me. You need to know that, church. You need to know that. You need to learn to know that you're, when you are weak, that's when God is strong in your life. Number eight. Is that eight? Seven. Number seven. Changing your behavior changes your performance. Say performance. Your behavior is made out of decisions and actions you take regularly. You see, when you are, the, the, the way you behave, you are taking actions and steps to do things. Amen? And as you take actions and steps to do certain things, your performance goes. Amen? And if you can change the way you think for your performance to line up with God's performance, you will succeed. Amen? Amen? Look at Paul. I, I, I want, in fact, I want you to go to this particular passage. And we'll, we'll soon be done. There are two, two passages. Okay, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, turn to verse 6. I want to read it to you. I want you to see it. Paul is speaking. Hallelujah. He said, For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. He said, But we have this treasure. He's talking about God. The treasure of Jesus in us. He said, we have this treasure in item vessels. 
that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Hello? He said that the, the, the excellence of the power may be of God. That means God's power is working in us. And look at what he said. He said, for we are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. He said, we are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying in our bodies the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus may also manifest in our body. Paraphrase, Paul is saying difficulties, challenges, uh, um, tough situations will come against us. But in all of that, God is still faithful. Amen. He's still there. Amen. Just like Pastor Weah said on, on Wednesday, uh, uh, um, God was in the lion's den with Daniel. Hello? He was there. Amen. So no matter what you face, God is there. Amen. Amen. He's faithful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. He's faithful. Yes. And because he's faithful, he will deliver you. Amen. He will strengthen you. Amen. He will perfect his will in you. Amen. You cannot go under. Amen. 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 Last but not the least, changing your performance changes your life. Amen. Paul wrote the book of Philippians during the end of his life. At the time Paul wrote the book of Philippians, Paul was in prison. He was in the, the, the Roman prison. He was being chained between guards when he wrote this, this, the, the passage in Philippians. And I want you to read it and want us to end with this. This is what Paul said. You see, when you change your performance, where you desire to change and improve your skills, you desire to change and improve your abilities, you, you work on it, you try to be better today than you were yesterday and try to be better tomorrow than you are today. Yeah. When you begin to do that, you can understand beyond a shadow of a doubt, like Paul, like Jesus, like Joseph, you can become successful. You can grow through the glory of God. Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, and I want to end here. Amen. Verse 7. He said, what was gained to me, I count but loss. I counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellences of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as garbage that I may gain Christ. Now, here was a man who had been very successful in ministry, who God had used mightily all over. He said, I want to gain Christ. Hello? Paul was still striving to be more, to be a better Paul. He was still striving to be a better uh, person, a better servant of God, a better minister. He was still striving. Every day of Paul's life, was an opportunity to allow God to work in him and to make him better. He said, I want to gain Christ. He said, I want to be formed in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but the righteousness which is true faith in Christ. The righteousness which is from God by faith. Look at verse 10. He said that I may know him 
Now, this passage alone is a very, very significant passage. Philippians 3.10, Paul says, I want to know Jesus. Now, this man has served Jesus for years. He has preached the gospel to many nations, started several churches, and then done a lot of things. In prison, Paul said, I want to know Jesus. He said, I want to be formed. I want to know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, being conformed to his death, if by any means that I may attain to the resurrection of the dead. Uh, like what verse 11, I mean 13 says. He said, not that I have already attained or am already made perfect, but I press. Say press. Say press. The, 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 the alternative or, or, or the, the implication is that Paul was saying, I continue to grow. I continue to believe. I continue to stand. I continue to perfect my skills. I continue to be all that God has called me to do. I press, he said, I press towards, um, to lay hold of that for which Christ has laid hold on me. Brother, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and pressing forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Then I like what he said in verse 16. He said, all those who are mature, follow this example. Are you mature? Paul is saying to you, follow my example. Never stop believing and learning and being all that God wants you to be. You see, when you understand that if you can change your performance, your life will change. Your thinking, it starts with your thinking. It starts with changing the way you think. When you can understand that, you will watch where you take it on. And you will watch how you empower your thoughts by what you say. Amen. 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 Next week, I will, I will share with us uh, uh, five steps on how to specifically change your thoughts. Amen. 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 You see, it is, it is, it's not just sufficient for you to know that your thoughts are important. It's not sufficient for you to know how high it's important for you to change your thoughts. You need to know what to do to begin to change the way you think. Now, if you're saying, Pastor, I already think like Christ and I'm already pursuing, then you can improve the way you think. You see where Paul said, I want to know him. Hello? I, I, I want to know him. Um, I didn't have time to, to talk about it, but, 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 but Joseph was one person that did not allow situation and circumstance to deter his life. Amen? You know the story about Joseph, right? Joseph was the 11th son of his father. Okay? And Joseph's name means God adds. Say God adds. <clears throat> the moment Joseph was born, the Bible tells us that God took Jacob, uh, um, Jacob out of Laban's house, gave Jacob his resources, and Jacob left. Hello? 
In fact, when Joseph was born, that when Jacob began to work for his own, and God transferred everything to him. But Joseph came up, perfecting, believing, trusting God. And then he was, he was faithful to God. His brothers hated him, sold him as a slave. He went to Egypt. But he didn't fool his hands and say, oh, poor me. How can I be here as a slave? No, the Bible says he worked hard. Even as a slave, he excelled and became the manager of the slaves. Hello? He became the best he could be in whatever situation he found himself. And because of that, God used Joseph mightily to deliver the children of Israel. Amen. Child of God, God has a great plan for your life. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. But your sins are separating you from God's abundant life. Therefore, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins so that you can experience forgiveness of sins and redemption from death and destruction. If you will accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved and enjoy God's abundant life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at BethelVA.com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services. On Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service. On Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study. And on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship. Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. Mm -hmm.